Welcome everybody to No BS with Brian and Susan. Oh my goodness, it's August 22nd. It is 115 degrees in Dallas, Texas for the 73rd day in a row. <laughs> yeah. All of our clothes are off because it's too hot just to wear clothes right now. Anywhere. I just want to be in a pool, but we're here doing our podcast. Oh my goodness, Susan. Since the last time we did our show, so much has happened, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much. It's crazy. Life has found a way, right? Yeah, yeah. I had a baby. So that... Wait, you had a baby? <laughs> what kind baby. of baby did you have? A boy baby. That's what I had. <laughs> a boy baby. <laughs> Yeah. Will he be joining us on this podcast? No, thank God. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it would be he'd be very fussy. I thought it was. Luckily, my husband's here, but I thought I thought I was gonna have to be. I literally thought I was gonna be holding Carter and just be like, yeah, 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 he's good. Because sometimes if you just <laughs> hold him, he's fine. That's what I thought I was gonna be doing. Be like, yeah, he's just here. <laughs> Mazel Tov on the new the new baby boy. We hope to have him on the show very soon. It might happen, actually. So, yeah. <laughs> It'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. He'll have lots to say. <laughs> and his, like every movie to him will be a blind watch, right? I know. Actually, uh, I think while I was watching. Yeah, actually, while I was watching Dying. Oh, I think I texted you. I was like, yeah, I just got Carter here with me as I'm watching this blind watch. <laughs> <laughs> his first blind watch, which is a yeah. horror movie, which we're going to get to later on in the show called Dying Breed. We're excited to talk with that. We are going to talk about our honorable mentions, our movies and TV shows that we've been watching that we want to tell you about so you can be excited like we are. But of course, to start us off, we're all about The Bachelor and Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise life here. Last night, not even 12 hours ago, the season finale of The Bachelorette aired. Of course, this is charity season. It's been... uh, I would say about five weeks since we've been on the air. So lots has happened, but we have a lot to talk about with this season finale um, of charity season and what just happened. So Susan, I know you're new to this whole bachelor bachelorette stuff, but you're going to take the lead, right? (laughs) Yeah. So new (laughs) to it. Uh, Okay. Well, obviously, so Brian and I have had so many, I guess, fun conversations about this season as it's we we definitely have different thoughts about charity but at, now that it's done i mean well i'll go ahead and just as a sum up what is i i think i already know but what are your thoughts on charity as the season is done as a whole what is her like report card <laughs> basically for you so what you're asking me is what do i think of charity season well, what do you think of charity? Well, I guess you could you can answer the season. Were you entertained this season? And how did charity do as a bachelorette? So the bachelorette this season was I'm so happy it's over. It was um, short, by the way. This was one of the shorter seasons. They breezed through it. Yes, thank goodness. I think there was like nine episodes or something yeah, it was like that. Really short. It was mm-hmm. very short, which I was happy about. I think this was a very by the numbers, by the book, very formulaic season and charity. 
I've always like not liked Charity and I wanted to like her. And at the end, I just didn't like her whatsoever. I'm so glad she's gone. I hope she doesn't come back. Uh, I, I'm happy that she allegedly found love. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I don't. Okay. I don't. The Charity's report card is like a D. I don't get Brian's like hate for charity. And every time I'd be like, hey, you'd be like, hate's a strong word, but whatever. I guess it's a notch above hate that he feels for her. He has not liked charity. I think there was a glimmer of like after her hometown on Zach's season. I think that's the one time I remember you kind of being positive about her. But other than that, I will agree with you about the season. I will agree that it was formulaic. It was definitely by the numbers, which I think that's what the show has been wanting to do because they they got a lot of backlash for being way too much like drama. Yeah, but but, but we talked about at the f- beginning of this of this season how there's a new guy in charge. It's gonna be great. It might be uh, crazy. New woman, new woman. Mm-hmm. It was not good. I I will agree. I don't think so far the creator didn't do anything. The only thing. Eh, I don't know. I don't really think she did anything that special. Like I, I, I'm with you on that. I think that she could have gone. She could have gone more creative. I may and to be fair, this is her first. This is her first season in charge, right? So maybe we should. It is. It's her first season in charge. So maybe we should give some like grace, like cut some slack. That you know, when somebody's in charge of something new. They can't just go in there and do like a, a strong makeover, right? They they have to kind of like slowly adjust. So I'm gonna give her, I'm gonna give her the next season as we know who the next bachelor is. Let's see how that goes. But it was, yeah. I mean, she they did a good job of at least. I, oh, okay. Here's the things that I like. They they focused on the romance, and I did like that it went by so quickly because I think that. They would spend so much time on filler episodes of people we didn't care about. So her direction to just kind of breeze through that. And then I feel like by the time we were getting to hometowns, we were really focusing on the final four guys. Because that's been the issue. The issue is we want to know the final four men that are really standing a chance at winning. And what had been happening were the past seasons by the time they got to even to the final two, we're like, I don't even know these people. Who what who are they? What do we know about them? And because they were focused so much on drama. So in that sense, she did succeed because we were getting to know the final four. I, I mean, wouldn't you agree we knew the final four pretty well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because yeah, I... in, in the past, like especially I think one of the greatest examples was Matt season that we weren't getting that was filled with drama, too much bullying. And then by the time like Rachel won, but I was like, I couldn't tell you anything about Rachel except after the drama, the racist drama after it was like, what was her life? Right. So, so that, that they did succeed in that. And I, I prefer that. I wanted to know these final four. I, I don't want to just by the end be like, oh, you're engaged. Who are these people? So yeah, the creator did a good job of that. Um, and I guess they, they were, they were on track with that with Zach season two. They did that with Zach season as well. Um, but yeah, I, as far as Charity, I liked her. I, I mean, she's by no means the best bachelorette ever. She's not going to go down as my favorite. But I thought she was sweet and genuine. And she, of course, I think she wanted to find, what? why don't you think she's genuine? Why are you making that face? <laughs> I just, I, I guess, 
I think she has a sweet side, but she has a very dark side. Um, genuine. Okay, dark? I'll, give, I'll give you genuine. But chair, I I think I think Charity's a big dumb dumb in the long run. I just she was the wrong choice. <laughs> they chose I poorly. Uh, I disagree, but I I didn't think. I don't think she's a dumb-dumb. I think that she's, especially because, oh, O'Brien didn't see some of the past seasons of these Bachelorettes. I, I wish you would have seen Hannah Brown's season. That would have been a fun one for you to watch because you would have been like, this girl, sorry, Hannah, but you that was some poor decision-making, some poor uh, lots of stuff on that season. Okay, all right. But, but you would have had fun with that, I think. Uh, but either way... Um, yeah, I don't know. I like I said, I don't think she was like the best by no means, but I do think she she made a she had a pretty solid top four, and um and I right. I like I, I like I the top five that she had. You mm-hmm. know, I liked I liked Doton, I liked Joey, I liked Aaron, I liked Xavier, and so I they liked revealed Xavier's thing. Sorry. Right, <laughs> and then uh, what's the fifth guy? The 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 kind of guy that looked Tanner? like a prince. Um, oh, you like Sean. Sean. Well, Sean. He was in the six. Okay. Okay. So he was six. Okay. So yeah, one of, I guess. Though. Sure. I, yeah. I, I liked all of them enough. And then mm-hmm. when Xavier just kept shooting himself in the face, because he was a dumb dumb as well. Well, he's uh, not ready for. Well, look, he blindsided everybody. I cannot tell you how many people after his hometown texted me and like, oh, Xavier's my favorite. Oh, I actually really like Xavier. And I even was like, oh, maybe I like Xavier more than Joey. And then everyone got blindsided in that conversation that they had at Fantasy Suite. So I didn't blame her at all because I actually wanted more explanation. I actually thought she was being pretty like nice to let him fully explain. Like she was trying to cut him some slack because some people would immediately be like, okay, you cheated on the pet in the past and be like, I don't want you. But she was trying to give him grace and be like, okay, so what did you learn from that? Did you, did you learn that you wouldn't cheat again? Like, how are you, how are you going to grow? And she gave him a small chance and then she sent him home, which was the best. I, I thought she handled that amazingly. Right. I, cause I think charity's issue in her parents confirmed it is that she always she has a type and she gravitates towards the wrong people. And she did that with Brayden. She would have kept Brayden until the end, I think. Um, no, I don't think she would have. Brayden, really... Brayden took himself out. She didn't exit. He took himself I out. I truly, truly think that by the end of it, really close with producers were making her keep Brayden. I, she was she was giving him the last rose. Like she was giving him to the end. And I'm telling you, when people give the last rose the end like that they're not interested in the guy they're being told by producers hey can you keep him a little longer like when she went over to him and and she found out he was talking again she's like what's the issue Brayden what's the issue okay okay like she was over it she was not that was not somebody who was like oh I want to keep you till the end she was like okay man like can I send him home now like, right. when no. He, when he came back, she was not trying to get back with him either. She was like, "Okay, thanks for the apology. Please go." Right. I I get that. I do, and I think after she did it, she was fine with it. But I think she would have kept him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with Xavier, whatever happens in your past, if you cheated, whatever, like that's fine. Like people cheat. A lot of people, you know, have affairs and stuff like that. 
that's fine. She handled that well. She liked Xavier so much. She wanted to keep him. And e in the well, like the the maddening part of that was was so funny was that she was giving him every opportunity to still be there, and he couldn't he couldn't articulate. He he I I don't know if he was nervous or he blacked out, but she was like setting up like with a pitch, like a baseball pitch to knock it out of the park. Like, hey, are you going to do that to me? And all he has to say, no, I learned my lesson. But no, he's like, I can't promise that. I probably will do it again. <laughs> and I'm just like, Xavier, why are you doing this? What are you doing? <laughs> and it was like, you watch that episode and you're just like, what is he doing shooting himself in the face with? But she would have kept him too, where other people might have like, okay, immediately this is going to be over. But I think by her parents confirming that she has a type and she tends to gravitate towards those not so great guys and she gets hurt, but she still goes back to it. I think that's her thing. Like, and I think she'll ever grow out of that until she's much, 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 much older. I don't know. I think with Xavier, I, I do think he had a better chance of sticking around. I, Cause I, I say she was going to send Brayden home regardless. I, I don't think he would have lasted much, even if he didn't, they didn't have that. She was losing interest, but with Xavier, I'll give you that. She was trying because by that point she really was falling in love, you know? And so she's trying. And, and again, I can understand it more with Xavier because this came like out of nowhere with him. So you're thinking, wait a second, you've been this amazing guy this whole time. So clearly I just need to hear you say like, come on, like prove me that, that you you're still a good dude and stuff. Yeah, literally tell me, set this up, hit a home run. Tell me you're not going to do this to me again. And he couldn't right, do but, that. But at the same time, and I get that though, because he's only shown, he's only shown good quality. So you're thinking like, clearly you're a good dude right like you 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 won't cheat on me you want to commit right and like he just couldn't say it but for me like I I think what I just really was proud of her is that she you know he was shooting himself in the foot but like and then him saying I need to see more like I need this the which I don't care what Xavier says that meant let's go to the fantasy suite and have sex and see if there's sexual chemistry I promise you that's what that fool was meaning like he wanted to have sex with her. Oh and no, for sure. I mean, he kind of says like, oh, "I need to see after this, after this sweep." And I was like, "And you know, with Xavier, there's something like people are hiding. Like a guy like that who talks a lot of big game about his mom having cancer and joining that, and then he knits multiple sclerosis. I think, and then he knits like in yeah. his spare time. It's like something's not right." <laughs> <laughs> well i trusted it at first i was like oh like what a sweet guy and i i will admit there were times on their dates where i was like oh, is he just like socially awkward or is he just trying to say the right thing i didn't i didn't really know i mean everyone's so different on camera but you know i liked him a lot after his hometown there was something about his hometown that really like pushed him up and i know and that's why i didn't blame her because i was like oh i even fell for him more but then he said all that. And I was just really proud that she was like, what more do you need to see? And she was like, the charity in 2023 is not going to put up with this. I loved her saying this is not build a man workshop. Like that was so good. And she was, and I just really liked how she was like, no, no. I mean, if she had proceeded after that to let him go to the fantasy suites, Brian, I would be with you. I'd be like, she's dumb. 
She, I don't know what she was thinking. That was stupid. She shouldn't even entertain going to that room. But giving her the giving him the time of that conversation, that was fine. Because you kind of want, I think also for her, that was closure. She needed to get like fully, fully like, no, this is. Which was great because he didn't get closure though. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously we see him at the Mentel all trying to save his ass because I got to tell you, everyone hated him online after that. Everybody was like, don't even put him in paradise. Like they didn't like him at all. They were like. He knitted her a rose. He knitted her a rose, which was An ugly ass rose. I'm sorry. That was not good. I was like, if I got that, I'd be like, thank you. And it would go in the trash. (laughs) It would just, there's nothing. But whatever. I don't think Xavier's a bad guy, but he's nowhere near ready for even. He's not even ready to date because this fool had the guts, like the audacity to say like, I mean, you know, cheating. But, you know, if you're my wife, obviously I won't cheat on you if you're my wife. Dude, you shouldn't cheat on her if she's your girlfriend either. Like, cheating is no regardless of what you are. If you're in a committed, and and that's what he kind of just kept justifying it as. He's like, I mean, you know, my girlfriend, but but if you're my wife, that's a different story. Okay, then you don't understand. You don't Right, exactly. So... Anyways, Xavier gone. Um, but yeah, he was uh he he fooled us. But I mean, I like I I know I was so confused why you didn't I just feel like all season long, charity couldn't win with you. Like there was nothing you were even giving her like credit for. She just wasn't I don't know. I don't see because like when her family came in and was like this, they do they know your goofy side and, and like I let it slip out a little bit. I was like, wait, what goofy side? Like she just there i I didn't show much of a goofy side i'll give you that there wasn't too much goofiness shown if they if she and and that's always been an issue with them i wish they would show more goofiness with some of these leads because i I think i I texted this to you for some reason when these leads leave and then you watch them on instagram they are goofy as hell and so much fun i'm like why didn't they show this on the show and i don't know why they don't so, but I, I don't know if she has a goofy side either because that was not shown. Right. So who who knows? I don't I don't know. But yeah, I I just nothing like I'll say that she was better than Michelle. Michelle yes. was such like a blank a- piece of paper the entire time. Like I don't even like is she even a real person? I don't know. But Michelle was super super dull. I hate to say that. I'm sure she's a sweet girl, but on top of the fact that she was dull. She like always whispered and was so quiet too. I was like, what right. are you saying? Speak up. Yeah. No, it was weird. So I And think she that, chose poorly. That girl. very much chose. Yeah, she chose so poorly. That was like, that was like red flag, red flag, red flag. I don't care. I want the right. Out of all the people she liked, she picked that. But I, with Charity's pick, I she like had- that person. Yeah. She, I, I think, I think she did a great job. So I think in general, we've kind of talked about the worst guys and just, I mean, you know, we're going to see a lot of the guys that we liked on paradise. I'm sure, I'm sure your wrestler will be in paradise, hopefully for you. I don't um, know. I have no idea how that works, I did, but it, they did say that Braden was in paradise. Braden will be in paradise. I'm sure Sean will be, I'm sure Tanner, we saw a clip of John in paradise. So we know he's going to be there. I want to see more of John um 
I don't think John's going to be all cracked up as he, as anybody thinks. I feel like the best person that's ever been on that show since I've been watching is grocery store Joe. Oh my God. I love grocery store Joe. I'm so glad you like him. No, he's awesome. He's amazing. Well, that, that gives me some like, okay. Thank God, Brian, like Joe, because he (laughs) is Brian. did, Did you know that grocery store Joe was on, he was on Becca Kufrin season night one night one he gets sent home out of anybody from a night one i don't understand this guy he left such an impression he was terrible with her he was a nervous wreck and i don't know what it was about him but everybody fell in love with him from night one Uh so they brought him on paradise twice and just he's one of the fan favorites he was even on dancing with the stars like that's that's how much of a strong impression this guy made from like two minutes on on the show yeah so but yeah he's he's great i love joe and i love that him and serena are still together and married yay yeah absolutely that, actually that season of paradise was hands down the most successful yeah couple. so many people are together still from that that season and props to abigail and noah recently engaged yeah that's amazing okay um but yeah so there there's going to be quite a few people that we charity had some really good guys there are some people i'm looking forward to in paradise um so that that'll be nice to see we know aaron's going to be there so brian (laughs) the the best part about aaron so aaron i like aaron i don't know why you like him so i think I, i like aaron so aaron we all know somebody like this in our friend group, Aaron is like the person who's a bit sensitive, but also he's the person that falls in love fast. Like he sees somebody, he, and then he immediately falls in love. That's what he did with charity. And he got sent home and then he came back. (laughs) Okay. But let's, let's clarify though. I 100% believe the reason they brought him back is because charity sends Xavier home right away and the show's like dang now we don't really have anything that exciting she's obviously gonna gonna keep joey and Dotton. let's bring xavier back like let's offer you mean aaron sorry aaron you're right uh let's bring aaron back offer him this free flight and he'll he do you think that they the producers reached out to him and he didn't say like hey i have your number still i want to I still have feelings for her. Do you think it's okay for me to go back? You don't think he did something? Do you think they came to him and was like, come back? I really think so. I think that they told him, they probably said, Hey, she sent Xavier home. Um, We think you, they, they probably teased it. They probably said, dude, she said she was falling in love with you. You could tell your thing. I think you still have a chance. You know how Purdue, you were a producer for like some reality show or something. Right. Right. But I feel like, I mean, I'm pretty convincing, but I can't imagine being in a position where I got sent home and they said that it's over, that I would ever go back, especially halfway around the country and be like, take me back. Well, I don't give a shit. I can pay for my own Fiji back and forth, but you can not Aaron probably. Hey, being on television for the rest of your life, knowing that's you for a while, like you went back and asked, take me back, even though you said no to me, like yeah. that sticks with you forever. 
I I think the producers are really manipulative and they say, I, I don't think they were just like, hey, here's a free trip. I think they said, look, that breakup was really hard. We know that she still has feelings for you. I think you stand a chance. I think, you know, she's the fact that she already sent Xavier home it's do you want to risk it or whatever and like you said i i do think he really liked her so i think it was just um you know he was going on his emotions and he's like well maybe they do have a chance right so, so do you think so he says he loves her he loves her he's in love with her and then that clip they showed of the upcoming season of bachelor in paradise it seemed like he was talking with a girl saying the exact same thing which oh, how yeah. long in between charity and this was this happening because that's where i get he falls in love super fast or he's just saying these things to have an ulterior motive so brian i'm actually that i'm on that normally i would say i, I actually think joey is the more the type you just described aaron to be i think joey because his family said that about him and i do believe joey 100 percent authentically loves charity or loved or whatever you want to say um, I think that Aaron, though he totally liked charity, I think it's ulterior motives. I think that he, I think he was faking it, honestly. Really? I mean, yeah. I don't think he honest, like, I think that that's why he decided he'd go back because I think he was like, sure, why not? Let me get more screen time. And I guarantee you, they said, Hey, if she doesn't take you back, we're going to put you on paradise and this is even more ammunition for you to have a sob story and everything like that. Because he knew, he, you know, you don't think you could sway someone like, don't worry, man, you're going to be in paradise and you have another chance at love and whatever. I just, I don't, I never bought that he was that. I think it was more of a game. I think that he, and like when we saw him on the couch after, obviously, spoiler alert, she sends him home. She She gives him time. I'm sure the producer said, go on a date with him give him because he flew all this way because you know he flew all this way she had to at least do dinner right um but she sends him home obviously because she's in love with two other men that would make no sense whatsoever if she kept Aaron over the other two uh but I think that when we saw him on the couch because then they show him on the couch with Jesse I don't think he could care less about charity in that moment and usually the timing of that, I, I mean, they filmed it this year. They filmed they filmed charity season, I want to say, sometime whenever, right after Zach's, right after Zach's ended. And then Paradise was filmed this summer. I mean, it couldn't have been more than a month, you know? And I'm sorry, but if you're that in love with somebody, you're going to need more than a month to get over them. That's why usually the number two pick, like someone like Joey or something, they wouldn't go to paradise. They'd either get to be the lead or they'd just be like, I need a, I need a break because I'm so heartbroken. Yeah. So, and obviously Joey's going to have some time because they, they haven't even started his season yet. So he's even had more of a break. Like he's had more separation from right. that. Like Aaron pretty much probably got thrown in not long after to paradise Right. So that's, I don't trust Aaron, to be honest. Okay. I, you don't trust Aaron. I, I, I get that. Like, I can see that. I yeah. would agree with you. I don't know which way he's going, but from what they showed in the Paradise clip, that he's falling, he's in love with somebody already. And 
he's my yeah ulterior motives but but you know he could prove me wrong in paradise uh although i think we saw in the teaser he's falling for eliza who i have a bad taste in my mouth from her if you recall from last season yeah absolutely rodney dirty yeah i think that's cool because i liked rodney right you like Rodney too, right? I loved Rodney. Everybody yeah. likes Rodney. Rodney's the puppy dog everybody likes. Yeah, Rodney yeah. was awesome. And she she just jumped shit for him in like a heartbeat. So that was, I'm like, yeah. good luck. Good luck, Aaron, if that's who you're going to go for. Because she's exactly. not trustworthy. No, it's but, crazy. Um, but yeah. So, so. Let, let's talk about um, Charity, Charity's parents meeting the final two yes. with Doton and Joey. Cause this is where it all changed for me. Okay. It all changed even though you were, Oh, it changed as far as like what? Where I was on the scale with charity. Oh yeah. Cause he apparently guys, this really made him not like her anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I, can I just say that Brian's watching the episode before me. And at one point he sends a text of like a very exaggerated oh shit like <laughs> out. i'm thinking like i'm thinking oh my god did she keep aaron that was my first go-to i was like oh, she kept aaron over joey or, or something like aaron is still there in the final two that has to be what it is but i'm also i have other friends who are watching and none of them are like giving any reaction whatsoever so it's probably and I, that's why i'm getting an oh shit and then later then brian sends capitalized omg so and that's why i'm texting him like are you being dramatic like what's going on like, no <laughs> when have I'm i not. been a, when have i been dramatic ever this this was 100 <laughs> dramatic i was like i don't think so i'm literally because te- then i watch it like an hour or two later i'm like where are these oh shit and omg moments you're talking about there is i will give him credit there is a surprising thing that i would probably give you i'd give you the omg but the oh shit. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. It was the oh shit. I'll give you the oh shit, but not in that text. I would have been like, I would have been like, oh shit. Like regular spelled. I was like, when I was typing it out, I was like, oh shit. Okay. Okay. That's better. <laughs> that's See, how from, I, that's from how reading I was thinking. it. From reading it, I'm thinking like the way he's, <laughs> I'm thinking like major bomb drop. Like, but it, it kind of is a major bomb drop. Okay. So, oh, so okay. when I'm saying oh shit with um, joey meets the family first joey yeah. meets the family first charity's parents first and everybody's loving joey joey's knocking out of the park he's genuine they love each other and then they come back and they're telling like we love joey joey's awesome and then who susan and i through this whole season of talking about it have talked about doton we both love doton don't we're like she's gonna end up with doton i like doton 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 yes doton doton comes and meets the family and when they meet the family, I, I actually went back and rewatched it. Uh-huh. Uh, Charity's demeanor with Doton just wasn't as chipper or happy. I don't know, but there was something different. Her parents caught on to it and her sister caught on to it. And what prompted me to send the oh shit text to you was that when Charity went to talk with her parents after Doton left, they all said, no, it's Joey. You know, well, they didn't say it like okay. Well, Basically, Brian, they said I'll it's Joey. Finish, it's like pick I'll, Joey. I'll, I'll say that I'll be realistic of what they said, but go ahead. 
that's what that's basically what they said in a nutshell. Like, well, we'll get to like the oh my god part with charity, but oh, yeah. with this strictly when she was asking her parents and her sister what they thought, they both said, You glow, you shine so much more with Joey. Doton's not the right one. They didn't say they that did, out they loud. They did not say Doton's not the right one. But like in so many words, that's what they said. And okay. it's the same thing with the first episode of Charity was when her brother went undercover and she asked like, hey, what do you think about all the guys? And he's like, all the guys are awesome except for one guy. The one guy is Brayden. She keeps Brayden. She would have kept Brayden until the end. No, oh, she wouldn't have. <laughs> I'm, I really don't think she would have. But let me clarify what actually happened with this thing. Because Brian's not completely wrong, but I think he's dramatizing a little bit. The family said, and I will. you're right, she did seem more chipper with Joey. And I think the reason why, one, he was the first, the first date to meet the family. So it's like new, it's exciting. You're like, okay. And then with Dotton, I think that it was because she liked him more. I'm going to say that we already knew as we've watched all season long that she has liked Dotton way more. He literally got two one-on-ones back to back. I mean, how much more clarity do you need that he, she liked him the most. Um, but she was, she was very much, I mean, Brian, we sat there and texted and that it's so obvious that she's liking Dotton. Like, I mean, right. I like that. This was, very, this was very clear as to anyone who watched the whole season, anyone I talked to, they would be like, even Bachelor podcasts have been like, dude, like this girl, if she had, she would end the, so, the season right now and pick Don. Like it is plain as day as anyone watching, she was glowing. She was just like, she would, she would beam with Don. Like she was just, there was a certain giddiness she felt with him that, that I would see that she didn't have with anybody else. But for some reason with the family meeting, and I don't know if it's because she's more nervous because she likes Don, she was kind of not sure. She might've just been more like, oh, I want them to like him. And she was more focused on that than just whatever. Because, and to her credit, like I wouldn't be so thrilled because they're basing it off one interaction, one interaction where I seem more chipper with one other guy. And that's going to annoy me. Like, I'm going to be like, well, wait, like that's you haven't seen the whole season you're basing it off one interaction so I don't know that's not really what I wouldn't want people to judge like me so much I just want like because you haven't seen the whole season I'd be like well what did you just think of him was he a good dude did you like him as a person and they didn't have any issues with him they were just like you seem like you were shining a little bit more with Joey but then they also said we like them both you'd be happy with both well they it went on from that because her her mom and her dad and everybody said like charity has a type and she tends to gravitate more towards this toxic person and we they They said that about dotton they didn't say dotton seemed toxic or not no they didn't say that but that's that's they just said a type of person that's implying that when they watched her with him that's the type that she always went with that she was trying to get away from. And she didn't listen to that. When they, when everybody told her that she got upset, which prompted the OMG comment. I I mean, I, yeah, go ahead and say your OMG, what the actual OMG was that you were bothered by. So charity 
I've, I've always not like, well, I've, I've always wanted to give charity the, uh, the kind of culmination of like, I'm going to give her what I want for her is like, I want, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I want, <laughs> I want charity. I want to like charity basically. He says and that, but I don't believe it. I think he I wants do. I do. Like and then when this OMG comment came up, so she's talking with her parents about the two guys and um, she's asking for her mom to make a decision for her on what guy to choose. She's like, which guy should I choose? Which guy should I choose? And the mom, her mom being a smart woman saying like, I can't tell you that. Like, I like both guys. I told you after each one, what I thought, I still feel the same way, but I can't make that choice. And Charity is so confused about everything because she likes both of them. She's like, please tell me which one to choose. Tell, give me a name tell me a name and she her mom stands her ground and says no and it got to a point where charity was so upset she threw a five-year-old tantrum they had to go off camera outside the the audio was still on and she's having it out and like a child she's like maybe i just won't pick anybody maybe i won't pick anybody and she walks off and i'm like and that's when i said oh my god i don't like charity because she wanted her mom and like her mom had the perfect answers. Like if I'm wrong, it's always going to be on me. Like charity has to figure this out. And I think for this whole season, charity has never been able to figure it out. Um, all, Real quickly or not. Cause I think she's always going to that certain type of guy she's been attracted to, which she has consistently said through the season. She does not want to do anymore. But so, okay. You say that. Don is not that guy though. Where are we getting that Don? You, you, we have said Don's a good dude. We like him and stuff. So right, right. So I, I, like, I, like we can't like the parents just say that, but they did. They met him for like five minutes to say something like that. Like he's he's actually been a really good dude. I, I, you know, like the only person, the only two bad seeds were Brayden that she cut pretty early, and then um and then you know Xavier surprised us all but she had the good on her she ended it with him once she saw the bad signs but she had like Aaron Joey and Dotton in there and they were good dudes from what we saw right and i think what we're seeing again with Dotton and Joey and charity we're only seeing a glimpse of what it was like on camera not unscripted right. not anything like that and i like dotton i yeah. like joey but going back and watching that previous like again like the dotton and the joey thing she's so much more into joey than dotton and i think maybe this is a reverse psychology thing she's had etched into her brain because you think goes... she's more into joey than don from the whole season or you're just basing it off the family meeting no like towards the end it seemed like she really liked joey more mm -mm, I disagree. That's, that's what i that's what i saw and then okay. going back to that first episode where her brother says anybody but this guy she chooses that guy that he, she's not supposed to. And then her parents do the same and she chooses the guy they tell her not to choose. They so did I think not that's tell how her she... not to choose though. They said, they they literally said that they, they both- Right, but crazy. they're implying heavily like they, Joey's the no, answer. No, no. That's they what know, they were saying. They did not imply heavily. I'm sorry. They said, they were like, they were like, we. they slightly were like, 
you know, you seem like you shined a little bit more with Joey. And then they were like, but hey, Don's great too. We'd be yeah, happy. Don's Don. great. Joey, you shined more with. Don's still good. It's, that's not, they're, that's they're not picking Kevin. Joey. Dude, that's just saying like, again, <laughs> like only, I like, I don't know how to explain that. Like, I just, it, this has happened so many times on previous seasons too, where they're just like, they're one of the greatest examples. And you want to talk about a temper tantrum. And I love JoJo. She's actually my favorite bachelorette. She had two final guys. She, she, her parents actually did not like her pick, the Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' brother, Jordan Rodgers, because he didn't ask permission to, uh, to marry, to propose. They were like, and the other guy did. They're like, yeah, this other guy is more respectful. We like him more. She threw a tantrum about it and she picked the other guy. They are married. They are married and still together to this day, and they're a great couple. Um, and I'm just saying, like, and she even said, I think she said something like, you're just basing it off this one thing. And I'm sorry, when you really like someone, put yourself in their shoes for just a minute. When you already really like someone, clearly you like someone more, and your parents are like, oh, we actually think the other person is is probably better for you, but you know, whatever it gets in your head a little bit and you're going to be a little annoyed. Now I agree. She did act immature and through a tantrum. Sure. But, and you would probably be more mature about it. I'm not saying you wouldn't, but it would be, it'd get in your head a little bit. You'd be like, Oh, like, and why did you my- notice that the best thing about this whole thing was her dad, her dad. I think charity is nuts in real life. And her dad, kind of proved that by like just sitting back and smiling and like kind of laughing. He's like, Oh God, don't put me in this. Like again, like he was just like his mannerisms. I could see like, Oh God, here we go again. And I think that was like, I think that was a very telling sign of charity because just watching him was hilarious. I mean, her parents are great. I, I'm going to give major props to her mom because her mom handled that situation really wonderfully. I agreed with yes. everything her mom said. Agreed. The only thing I have to say is like, and I don't think, I think, I think that the, that Brian's kind of over-exaggerating how much the family liked Joey over Don because they, they just, it was the first meeting. She was more, yes, she was more chipper, but I don't think they said it in any strong way. And I actually feel like the fact that her mom wouldn't say like, she was like either one, either one. I think that says like, we're not like they, they didn't have a strong dislike for Dotton or anything like that. They're just, they were just, Joey just kind of shined a little bit to them. And I think a big thing that Joey was able to, and the sister mentioned this, and I guess this was a little edge for him. Joey brought up the the hard question of interracial marriage and stuff. And that probably, you know, Dotton can't ask that question. And that that's something that you give props to to somebody as well. Like you're like, oh, wow, you're talking about this. You're not afraid to talk about it. That's you're thinking about it and stuff. So that that gave him an edge, too. But I just I don't think that the family didn't like Dotton. And I like, I just, I think you're dramatizing it a bit. Like it's, it wasn't your, you do that, Brian. You, you, I read between the lines, Susan. They said, Joey. (laughs) They, they, yes. If they had to pick for themselves, they were more, they had a better first impression of Joey, but that doesn't mean that they dislike Don. You're making it seem like they're like, 
Joey, oh my God, don't be an idiot, Charity. Dotton's a piece of shit. Like, they didn't <laughs> say that. Like, they said, they were like, Joey was just slightly like more, like we were more into him. But that, again, Dotton was a nice dude and you choose or cool with whoever because they probably realized they're smart people. They probably realized this is one meeting. You've been with him all season long. And then the mom admitted after she watches she's like i watched the whole season now i get it she wasn't too thrilled about it watch her watch what she she was not like super happy well i don't think she was ever going to be super happy with anybody because if you remember when she called her mom to say she was bachelorette you remember that phone call i do she not was worried okay, oh she, yeah she called her parents and said she was bachelorette her mom did not sound happy at all She's, and I actually can relate. I would probably feel the same way. Her mom is a logical, smart person who probably is thinking, oh dear, please. Okay, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with this show. She's just probably hesitant and stuff with the whole experiment. As yeah. any any like normal person should be. Like you'd be like, yeah, we'll see what happens. But. Okay, so after all of this, mm -hmm. who does she choose? She chooses Don. And they they dramatize, and I want to know your thing on this, and maybe I'm wrong. But I like Joey enough and everything, but, you know, what's his face? Oh, God, Jesse Palmer, whatever. Uh, he says, this is the most heartbreaking, gut-wrenching breakup we've ever seen, blah, blah, blah. It was the easiest breakup I've ever seen. Okay, thank you, because I was like, did you cry over her dumping Joey? Were you no. like... Oh my God, you poor thing. Well, they have to say that for like sizzle reels. Like this is the yeah. craziest thing in the world ever that we've seen on the show. And while it's sad to see Joey go, cause it seemed like they were genuinely in love. She had to pick one, but yeah. like, he was like, yeah, I, I'm sorry. It's not me, but I wish you the best. I wish you the happiness, the best happiness. <laughs> Let's go. And what sucks, what I hate about this, which I think is so terrible for people <laughs> is that when he comes out he basically proposes to her well like, no he, that's not a proposal that's no it's not a proposal but he's like i fucking love you you're the bet you're all of this and then it's not like he comes in and he's like look it's not gonna work i'm breaking up with you yada you know whatever he has to say his piece first and you're just like i'm sitting there and i'm just like oh god and i like i don't know if i would be able to do it i think i would have to like come as like What's the answer before I go into my five minute spiel of love and then only to get shot down and sent home. But Brian think, and I know I texted you about this. Thank God. That's the best thing the show changed. I don't know when the turning point was, but for the longest time they used to make that number two person legit propose. I'm oh. talking down on one knee, down on one knee to where the bachelorette like lifts them back up. Like, sorry. That's some psychological trauma. Horrible. Seriously. Like, it was, that's the worst. This is, I will take this for Joey any day because he's just professing love. This is, they would, they would be like, that you'd see the number two come out, say the profession of love, and then get down on one knee and be like, they didn't show the ring yet. They wouldn't show the ring, but they'd be like, blah, blah. Like Caitlin Bristow was one of them that Nick Vial proposed to her. Got down on one knee and was like, I love you, will, Caitlin, will you marry me or whatever? And then 
<laughs> she's got to pick him up and be like, I'm sorry. And then and it would be the most awkward after the final rose because these bachelorettes kept get calling out and being like, why'd you, why'd you let me propose to you? Why'd you take that away from me? Why'd you let me lose my first proposal? And they'd be like, because it was in the contract. I didn't have no, a Yeah, right. It's in the contract, but it's, that's trauma, man. And like, yeah, no, it's, it's fucked up with the producers. Yeah. So and finally changed it. Thank God. And I'll say it's still bad. Like, just let, let them know right when they get there. Because even though, because he's, he say he's professing his love and everything, knowing that she's done that to him too. They said, I love you. I, and so they both go into it thinking like, oh, she's going to say yes to me. But like, I wish it would just like, you know, like by Felicia type of thing. Like, well, I don't, because that's hard for both people to hear. Right. I think I, I do. I think you're right. I think they want to let it, it. I agree. I Ideally, I like it when they just let the lead. It would be better if they just let the lead say their thing and let the person just know right off the bat. But for some reason, they want to let the other person say their piece. And it's just. I don't know. There have been a few seasons where the lead ends it with the person before it even gets to the final rows. And I know producers don't like that. Um, so, but I prefer that. I'm like, cut the cord before they even come up there. Cause that just sucks. Like, you know, like Matt, Matt ended it with Michelle before. Yeah. That was nice. I don't know who, who gets like these special treatments or whatever, but I, I would prefer prefer that and you know there's some sort of like i don't know i don't know what it is but anyways i agree with brian that this joey breakup was so easy so kind and respectful i mean they couldn't have been better to each other besides crying you know they yeah. cried but it was totally fine and then she then Dotton comes in and she picks Dotton, and i mean i was happy because i've been rooting for them all season and i think that they're really cute together um so i mean you you didn't like them getting together no i think they're fine together um the question is do you think they'll last that is the big question so they gave them their gift was a trip to greece instead of instead of uh when michelle and nate got uh a money house. for a house which i'm sure they had to return um but the grease and then she's going to be on dancing with the stars which so, i think is a telltale sign of them not going to stick together i'm actually with you on that so i there is a there's a known bachelor curse of dancing with the stars majority of the leads that go on dancing with the stars they do not last with their lead because i think they get wrapped up with one that because you should be focusing on your relationship and you get wrapped up in this and then the fame and all that he just stuff. wants to be famous that's all it is well there there are people though there is exceptions sean lowe was on dancing with stars he's with his he's with his wife his pick three kids um matt james went on dancing with the stars he's still with rachel I think those are the two exceptions. I don't think any bachelorette has stayed. Um, it it ain't so going to work out between them. You really don't think so? I'm I'm not a hundred percent sold. I still think I think Zach and Katie have a better chance. But again, because they're still together, Zach and Katie are still together. But the reason why here's my here's my big rule: if you are able to move in with each other within that first year, and Zach and Katie live together already. 
but they also lived in Austin already together. Right. So, but they're, they're living together. They're supposed to get married in 2024 fingers crossed. Cause I really like that couple. I don't know about charity and Dotton. I hope they last. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sold, but I'm 95% sold that they're not going to last. I would say I'm 50, 50 because of the dancing with the stars before dancing with the stars. I was actually more like, I'd say 70, 30. And then dancing with the stars came in and I was like, "Uh Oh, let's go 50, 50. I don't think those two are on the same page whatsoever. Um, who's not, who's, who's what? I don't think those two are just, I think they fell in love in this fantasy like place over the two months. And I think now you're going to have a rude awakening. And I, I give it, I give it till March or April before they're broken up. Okay. Honestly, you could be right. I'm not, this was not the greatest love story ever told or anything. I really like them together, but you could be right. Um, I, I don't believe it until I see movement, until I see that. I don't know where they live. Well, I guess he lives. She'll probably move to L.A. because they always do. Because um, they want to be famous. Right. So I'm thinking that he'll and he was in California. So there's that. But I'm 50 50. I hope they work out. I mean, would you be happy if they worked out or do you sure. want them? To sure. sure, 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 sure um yeah well on that because of joey getting rejected they announced who the next bachelor is and it is joey how do you feel about that hey. yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. care yeah why can't we just get a brand new bachelor and bachelorette that we do not know like i've already seen joey who cares i don't care you know, they used to do that, by the way. I know. I, I knew. I, yeah, I knew. Yeah, that. they used to bring in these like, like there was a Baldwin brother that randomly was a bachelor at one point. Um, There has been talk. They've said that, too. They're like, why don't you bring in like a random like uh, a whatever somebody from they've asked to bring somebody from Love is Blind before or something like that uh or a kardashian which i'm like no thank you i don't need a kardashian to be in there uh i mean the ratings would go nuts but still um that merit that wouldn't last at all yeah but i think uh joey was about the most like i was the most unenthused right like most predictable boring choice he's not a bad guy i think he's a sweet dude i think he's a genuine guy i mean do you feel genuine from him yeah i definitely think he's very genuine and i think he wants to find love but Mm -hmm. uh will i i'm gonna predict it now he's going to be a very uh, simpleton who is just boring and by the books like he's gonna be another zach he's gonna be another zach like and i like zach but yeah what's anybody really bring it's it's a formulaic show and until somebody behind the wheel changes it up it's gonna be a formulaic show that is just kind of painful to watch over and over because we see the same type of thing and what they're trying to do and that's why i like bachelor in paradise more because it's so much more fun and chaotic and it works better Mm -hmm. um instead of this just this staged canned thing that they keep doing and uh i 
I mean, I always like think of myself. I was like, I would just literally be myself on the show. Like I would producer try to tell me things like, no, like you chose me. Like this is how it's going to be, you know, like something real. I don't know. I mean, I'm with you on that. I think it's just, and I don't get it because they've been told this over and over again. And yet they still like the last three bachelors have been such boring, generic picks. Yeah. And I don't understand why they can't just like, I really thought they missed an opportunity to not pick John. And I thought they might've been heading that way because he got a lot of good camera time on mental law. And now I see it was probably just because he's going to be in paradise. So I'm just like, you guys could have done that. There could have been, it didn't even need, you're right. It didn't need to be someone from, I, I don't, I'm kind of surprised they don't, they, they should wait to see who shines in paradise or something. Too, right. But, so, okay. So to, to yeah. end this bachelor talk, uh, they kept on saying this whole finale. Jesse said, "Like we're gonna do something that's never been done before. Oh we, my nothing's god. ever been done." And I was like, "Oh god, what, what are we gonna do?" And so basically, Joey was announced as the next Bachelor. They picked somebody, quote unquote, random in the audience that <laughs> was going to be a contestant um, on the next season, and they gave her a card. Um, an envelope with a card in it. And they told her, like, you cannot open this until you're in the mansion. Mm -hmm. This is going to help you with Joey. And so my mind started going on like, okay, what are we going to do? And my mind was like, oh my God, they're going to make this fucking amazing. They're going to be like, this is a veto for any one-on-one -on -one date that if somebody, if he chooses to go on a one-on-one -on -one date, she can slide this card in and it'll say like, nope, I want the one-on-one -on -one date. Or she can say, I want this one-on-one -on -one date on any time. And then after I got excited, I was like, no, this is the fucking Bachelor and Bachelorette. They do <laughs> nothing out of the ordinary or fun. It's going to say like, oh, uh, Joey likes this snack. No. <laughs> and he, she could serve him a snack. So something dumb like that. And it's like, I think that's where they're going to go, unfortunately. I'm I actually think you're right. I thought I originally I thought it was a date card. That would have been cool if it's a veto. Like like you you get to shut it down and be like, no, I want the date or something. Yeah, that would be amazing. That's actually not a bad idea. But then I I thought the same thing, Brian. Once he said it wasn't a date card, I was like, it's probably like something Joey likes. That was my thought. I was like, it's gonna give you a hint as to what Joey likes, which I'm like, who knows? It's not. It's gonna be a fail, whatever it is. I'm sure. But just like that whole situation, by the way, they teased two girls in the audience and then they picked one. You're going to be on the show. And it was just so cringy and stupid. I, yeah, they need to I hated stop it. that stuff. Yeah, they are struggling when it comes with Bachelor and Bachelorette. I hope they figure it out. The only reason at this point I think it's even surviving is so that we can know the cast that's going into Paradise because Brian is right. Paradise is the better show. And it's because they effortlessly effortlessly just have like they just their formula gives the creates the drama and it's amazing it is so amazing and they teased it i can't wait from that opening shot of cat making out with some dude and the wave just crashing them i was like already excited and then right. like they they tease that a girl hasn't pooped in nine days i mean it's, yeah, it's like we need we need an ambulance. She hasn't pooped in nine days, and they show like the turtle head coming yeah. out of the turtle, <laughs> and it's just so like, funny. yeah, that that was great. That was funny. Um, okay, and so to round this out, round yeah. this out, to round this bachelor bachelorette talk, I two things. First, I need your thought on Gabby. 
yes, because Gabby, okay, yeah, we do need to talk really quick. The whole live studio thing, they shined, uh, or they they shot uh, people in the studio audience, and it was a lot, I didn't care about the randos, but there was a lot of former Bachelor people. They teased some people going to Paradise. Rachel is going to Paradise, who I originally thought should have gone to Paradise in the first place and never should have been Bachelorette. Yeah. I think that'll be really interesting, her in Paradise. And I'm curious how Brian will feel about her there since we we did not like her as Bachelorette. And then Gabby was there. And with Gabby's her, gay. Well, <laughs> well, I would say bisexual, but let's see. She could be. She could be fully, I mean, who knows? But she has a girlfriend right now. You think she's just gay? I don't know. Well, they, they were show because like I knew I had heard that she was gay and I was like, like Gabby comes out as a lesbian, lesbian. And I'm just like, how did she fucking not know through the many times she's been on this show going for guys? It doesn't make sense. And well, it then, doesn't mean she didn't know. She could have. No, she did, but that's fucked up. And then the person she was with, I was just like, what is happening here? Gabby and this person? Like, <laughs> like oh, Gabby. Because she's was, like way more attractive or something. Oh, no. <laughs> Gabby's girlfriend would look like Ichabod Crane. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> like, I was like, what is happening here? That's I was like, I was girl. laughing. I was like, what is going on here? And she, I just like thinking like of her time, how she loved all these guys and like she and then like to, she to loved end up with this. And I was like, what's happening? What's good? What? Where did Gabby go wrong? Like what? Well, she didn't go wrong. She didn't I go mean, more, more power to her. I'm all the obviously. OK, if anything, she probably has always, you know, she's always been attracted to women. And then she had such a horrible experience with these guys who were like douchebags that she's like, screw it. I'm going with my real attraction. And it's, I'm it's curious more- to know the full story there. Cause I don't know. I Maybe well, she's I bi. Think- Maybe she wanted to bring a third. I don't know. I think uh, she, well, I think she's bi, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but she did do an interview on like the view or something when she came out. So I didn't watch it, but maybe she explains more there. Uh, I mean, obviously I support it. So I'm like, go for it, girl. It's just, it is random. Cause you're like, whoa, we just watched you, but this isn't that surprising. We watched this. She's not the first lead to come out. Right. I know that so, we, we know that Colton. Which is, it's all, but like she was on two seasons. <laughs> well, so it was Colton. So it was Colton. So it was Colton yes. But like, she she's on, but it, a lot of it doesn't make sense. Uh, I think, and the funny thing is, I knew Colton was gay. I appalled that. Gabby, that was a shock. I did not know that. Um, oh. I, I just, I, like, when they showed her with the girl, I was just like, Gabby's hot. And then I saw what she was with, and I was like, oh, my goodness. What? Brian's so mean. She's not <laughs> well, you, You're whatever. Stop. <laughs> Everybody. Has a type, like I mean, she maybe she just what type is Gabby? You saw the guy she was with, the the guys that she was with before. Well, she was in love with what's up, what's his name? Yeah, she was with Eric and Clayton, obviously. Yeah, those two guys, and then Eric, those were the two that she said, I love you to, right? Um, So, just saying, I I don't know, I don't know what her makes me laugh. It was something, it's something to talk about. Sure, sure. But you, you I, see, you see her, and you see her with the people she was with, and then come out a lesbian, and what's sitting next to her, and you're just like, wait, what? This doesn't make sense. Right. And they, they made wanna... it a point 
in the little when they were showing the audience them to like touch faces and i was yeah. just like dying laughing well i don't want to diss her her girl her girl that's she's 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 her type whatever you can't even get through it without laughing stop i don't it. know <laughs> you I mean, you I mean, know you were like jesus christ what just happened I, okay, I don't think she's like my goodness ichabod crane or anything like that she's just you know the only reason why is because gabby is like a like freaking model gorgeous hot and her girlfriend is just more of like an average person which isn't like so you put them side by side it's like that that's not a diss to her girlfriend you just rachel if you put average. me next to gabby i'd be the same thing i'd be like absolutely what? not that no <laughs> go back and watch the, go to a screenshot it will be you'll laugh your ass like, off what is gabby doing with her like is, <laughs> exactly uh, no, like, no, where... i mean like if, if she was with me like because gabby is insanely hot like she's just she's hot so that's that's part of it like and she's i don't know like gabby's sexy like hell i if i was if i was a lesbian i'd date gabby that's for sure but she's yeah she's What's so funny i was yeah, laughing it, it's whatever but yeah i think the more shocker is just that who knew that she you know was attracted to women i didn't know that but that's I'm happy for her. I hope they work it out. We will see. I just don't know. I don't know. That was a very like, yeah, they show. I just couldn't believe they showed her and they didn't like take a moment to like be like, hey, Gabby, tell us about your new relationship. Um, and then they stupidly kept showing Peter, Peter's parents. That was like that old woman that you would see like in the box Barb. Oh, yeah. They constantly kept showing her and she would like clap and stuff. And I'd be like, shut up, Barb. Nobody likes you. I don't know why you're here. <laughs> uh, she was you didn't watch that season but she was terrible nobody liked right. her um but yeah so that was annoying and i'm i'm also over the studio audience like we don't need to see people like a lot we, of those are hired actors and actresses yeah. they have to be oh like, for sure they're, they're hired to be like give a cry give a reaction yeah. it's like stop it stop yeah, that's bad um but yeah. also oh wait I, I know you had what was your besides that was there something else because i was oh, gonna no, no that was it that was it um yeah so uh and then the final thing so paradise is gonna be september 28th and uh and the same time that that's airing is golden bachelor why are they doing it at the same time i have no idea that doesn't no make idea. sense i'm shocked that they're doing that it, it is is uh um... trevor's bringing the i think he brought he brought over my baby to be like look mommy's doing a podcast <laughs> hi but, trevor yeah he probably walked to it but uh yeah i that is really shocking that's gonna be a lot of bachelor on thursday nights i don't know i guess it'll be back to back i'm assuming well paradise that airs like twice a week so i don't know yeah we'll it's gonna see. be crazy there's too much but um, yeah it's, i think it's a little overbloated however it's the two things that i'm like really excited about because i love paradise and then i'm assuming you're excited for golden bachelor I am. I I'm excited because the guy sounds like Kermit the Frog. I didn't and, I didn't realize this till Brian said it, and I kind of was like, mine like glass shattered, like holy shit, yeah, he does, and that's all I hear now. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be so funny. Sounds like I can't wait till the memes of Kermit the Frog and him for uh, real. Yeah, <sighs> it's gonna it's gonna happen. I know I'm excited about that because you know 
an older generation being on that show, I think there's going to be like no shit taking. So I I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Bachelorette finale charity gets a D from me. So she gets a B for me. Too much or too nice. No, I liked her. Charity, mm-hmm. I like you. If you nice. ever <laughs> come on the podcast, I have questions. You would oh yeah, she's gonna really come on the pod. If she ever heard it, she'd be like, I'm not talking to Brian. Oh my god, he doesn't like me at all. <laughs> she could change my mind. Mm. I mean, she probably would if you talked to her, but but I think she's not coming here. We'll see. All right. So we're, we talked about Bachelorette finale. Let's move on to our blind watch. Um, our blind watch is a movie called Dying Breed. And Brian's pick. <laughs> what was that? I said Brian's pick. I know. I know. I just oh. I'm giving you shit. <laughs> Brian's pick, not my yeah. pick at all. No. Uh. Dying Breed, uh, this is a movie that came out in 2008, and this movie was directed by Jody Dwyer, and it was written by Rod Morris and Michael Bergen. Um, I don't think you would know any of them, but it stars Lee Whannell. Lee Whannell is the guy who created Saw and Insidious and The Conjuring. He directed... Um, the Invisible Man with, um, oh, God, what's her name? Kate? No, is that her name? Kate Moss? No, not Kate Moss. Oh, Invisible um, Man, like with Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Yes, right. Elizabeth Moss. He directed that. He's, That's steeped, a good movie. yeah, he's, he, he is steeped in horror. Um, and this movie, you know, I was looking around, I was like, let's do something horror again. You know, what's I've never heard of Dying Breed. It's Australian horror, which there's a lot of amazing horror movies that come out of Australia. And then when I saw that it had gotten some decent reviews, like it had gotten a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. uh, which is not great, not terrible either, but it had Lee Wanell in it. And I was I was I was in. I was like, I was excited. And so basically we're watching this movie and in the beginning you're just like okay like this is kind of choppy kind of feels like saw and it's like editing process um a little gory what here and there and then it goes into its storyline which we'll get into but then it ends in a severely brutal way there's right. no happy ending here uh, which you caught us off guard because <laughs> uh-huh. you think it's gonna go some way and then you're just like oh man they went all they went all in which i like about it but it's one of those movies where like oh man this uh this is sad and brutal so susan what do you think about dying breed going into it and watching it well, going into it, I thought, so I was wrong. I kind of thought it was one of those, like, you remember when we watched that really crappy movie that you picked? Like, you knew it was going to be very bad. Oh, Ricky O? Well, not that. There was also this, like, horror flick that was, like, terrible that you picked. I was it like a giant spider or something? Like, there was, like, I can't remember. I'd have to look back. But it was, like, it, like he, Brian knew it was, like, going to be bad. So I thought it was going to be, like, this really terrible poorly made movie with horrible acting and stuff like that like one of those like cheap made horror flicks but then I saw that Brian was like dead serious about this one and he thought it was like gonna be seriously good so but the opening scene for this movie was not good it looked like a like poor I mean in general the CGI is just shit 
for this movie. Like they use like this like CGI fake blood. It's early the- Australian two thousands CGI that tried to be bigger than what it was. It, it was yeah. So that was alarming. I would say the so I was kind of like all right, this is not be good. Um, but then Brian mentioned like the actor, that guy, and so I was like, well, okay. Um, right off the bat first half not strong but i did notice like the four main actors were better than everybody else particularly the two the two leads were the strongest um and and the story itself was actually not terrible but the way it was executed was rushed and like lots of holes in it i would say and just uh and then obviously dark it, it got better in its second half i think we had some well one killing was definitely my favorite but we'll, we'll get to that so the story of dying breed so yeah. you see this lady she's talking about um the uh, the very real extinct uh tasmanian uh like devil dog basically tasmanian tiger yeah tasmanian tiger it's been extinct but then there's been reports that in Tasmania and Australia there's been sightings of one and they this person goes to look for the Tasmanian tiger with a group of friends and while they're there they run into cannibals cannibal crazies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre um and it they kind of Bridget with uh with the cannibal family being related maybe to some of these people. I don't know. Uh it's kind of hard to tell when watching it. Uh, but it it gets really brutal. But I think overall as a horror movie with Lee Wanell, I think it serves its purpose. And I do think I agree with Susan. You get because the movie is not long. Luckily, it's only 90 minutes, 89 minutes. Yeah, it's very short. Uh, like so for the first half an hour once you get through it you get a feel of the characters but then it really picks up and you're just like oh man this is some dark shit and then it like the last 20 minutes you're just like oh man this is really going uh and there's some actually pretty good deaths in it like and some and some surprises like somebody getting a arrow through their face or the funniest one the the guy who's like screaming constantly through the movie what happens he like he steps on a bear trap right that's what those are yeah he steps on a, like one of those metal bear traps that closes steps on it, it first gets his foot and you're thinking oh shit but he can survive that and then he falls down and then it cl- another one clamps his whole freaking head yeah his face, <laughs> yeah, his face. I, we both were texting each other like that was awesome <laughs> i was like that will be unbeatable for that yeah. because it was like that was actually a good one i was like oh that's that was creative and then he obviously dies but i was like that and it was unexpected i was like i didn't see it coming and it was good i was like yeah right so where this movie goes and it's brutal like final climax of the film you're thinking okay it's gonna end kind of like most horror movies where like okay so we see like the girl Uh, The main girl, like she sacrifices herself into a body of water. She may or may not have lived. We're hoping she lives. But then the boyfriend, Lee Wanell, the main guy, he is captured. Um, You you think he got away because the cops are there and everything is taken care of, but he gets snatched. 
And it, he stupidly drinks some. Can I just say the guy who was so obviously bad? Like I thought the boyfriend saw that he was a bad guy. Right. Gives him a drink and the dude drinks it. Yeah. I'm like you should be like, I'm getting the hell. I'm not touching anything here. I'm leaving. Yeah. So he, he gets drugged, obviously. Yeah, so he's drugged. He's dragged back to this house of cannibals. And you're just like, oh shit, he's about to get tortured. But hopefully that girl comes and saves him. That's what but, I was hoping. But man. Uh, goes way darker than that. Uh, they open a door and you see the girl. They have found her. She's alive and they're about to rape her and torture her in front of him. And you're just like, oh my God. And yeah. like, that's how the movie ends. <laughs> yeah, well, it ends with that. And then a little girl's about to like eat him because basically, oh, yeah. it seems like if it's not, I mean, they feed on him. I don't know what else they would use him for, but the girls they use uh, they they want to continue to create these creatures. Clearly. Yes, these cannibals slash Tasmanian tiger hybrid type of thing. Because the little girl re reveals, like this little girl throughout the movie, she, at the very end, she climbs on top of Lee Wanell and she takes out her teeth, which are dentures, to reveal yeah. like very sharp, monstrous teeth. She's like, I'm hungry. Yep, and then eats them. And... I, hey, I'll say this. 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think that's a pretty fair judgment. 50, maybe 55%. Like, I think, I like the way that it goes so brutal because they really stuck that. Um, even though you want to see the happy ending, I think keeping it brutal like that was pretty crazy. Like, it's nowhere near, like, Insidious or Conjuring or Saw levels. But I, it's a solid blind watch. I'd never heard of this movie, and I'm glad I watched it. I think it was a little perverted, which obviously I guess that's how horror films are. Like there's a disturbing scene. Oh yeah, Brian's giving a thumbs up. He loves it nasty like that. There was a disturbing scene where like he like sticks his hand down her pants and he's like, you, you, what is it? Like you're familiar. You feel just like your sister or something like that. And yeah. This is like, oh shit, this is dark. And then to see like, I just wish she would have at least, even if she would have just like jumped off that thing and died, I would have rather that happen than her get captured and about to have this horrible rape and torture. Because then there's an other woman in the movie who like is trying to help. There's actually a couple that seems like they're good, but one guy gets killed and then the other woman kills herself after trying to help them out. And I was like, well, what was that all for? That was for nothing. <laughs> so right. um, anyways, I think there was, I would, I think I'd give it like, I guess it's a 50 on Rotten Tomato. I'd probably give it more of a 45%. All right, you went. I I went fifty five. You went forty five. Yeah. So it's right in there, fifty percent. I think it's a solid horror film that goes to some pretty cool places. Uh, if I think if it were made later in Lee Wanell's career and they had a bigger budget, I think this movie would have been badass. Uh, but given that it was in his earlier in his career, not a lot of money in Australia, I don't think it was. Uh, it was really made executed that well, like Susan said. Yeah, it just wasn't so. executed well. The story the, there was there. It, it, it the story wasn't bad. I just, ooh, it was very very dark. Yeah, it was very dark. Uh, but Dying Breed, it's available um on Voodoo for free with yeah. ads. But the ads, you know, there's only like ten or fifteen second ads. That's it. They're um, they're probably the best like ad watch i've ever had to go through because it's really not bad at all 
Right. So you can watch it free on Vudu or you can pay to purchase it anywhere. Don't but do it that. is free on Vudu, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say purchase it. Watch it for free and then make your decision if you want to own it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, that's our blind watch, Dying Breed. Susan picks next. Um, hopefully Holocaust movie. But no. I should have picked one. If I didn't already have to watch this movie, I would have picked this. That's on the honorable mentions. But maybe you already saw it too. So we'll see. So we we're doing our honorable mentions right now. We're real excited. But first, um, with honorable mention, Susan did not watch Succession as it aired the HBO show Succession, but she is finally binging it right now. She is on season three, and please, please, please. Um, tell me about it. Love it. I just, I haven't like, I don't feel like I've loved like a Emmy drama series like this in a while. And I, I was telling Brian earlier, I was like, I'm just surprised how much I'm engaged with this. I look, I'm not like, it's hard. A lot of the stuff they talk about, some of the stuff goes over my head. I mean, I can't completely understand everything that they talk about. It's, you know, with what the show is about, but I am so captivated by these characters I think the acting is incredible. Um, the story, they do a good job. A lot of times with stories like this, and, and I know essentially it's like the really this one kid is trying to take down his father. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just really love the series. Both Trevor and I, like there's there's a reason why we're flying through it. Like I think we'll we knock out a season pretty quickly. So I, I'm just really excited to get to see i mean you saw the ending first of all what's your favorite season of the four because everyone keeps telling me season three is the best and it's the best finale uh season three finale is pretty amazing um i god yeah season three is great um they're all pretty dang good i've liked every single one of them so they're all good season two was really good in my opinion i i like season two a lot so no yeah the succession is fantastic i'm glad you're watching it Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, also on here is Secret Invasion, which is the Marvel show that stars Sam Jackson um, as, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Nick Fury. Nick Fury. And so I've heard a lot of really bad things about this show. Did you watch it? I have not watched it. I'm so oh. marveled out and DC'd out. Um, so I mean, bloated. So bloated. Yeah. There's just, I mean, besides, um, besides Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and then the upcoming James Gunn Superman movie. I just don't care about any of it. I understand. Um, I'm, I I'm out. Um, mm-hmm. So I just, I mean, up the upcoming Loki, I don't care. Just, I don't. Well, Loki was kind of overrated. Right. Me. But how was Secret Invasion? I heard a lot of bad things about Secret Invasion. It's mixed. It's mixed. I liked it enough. It's nowhere near the best of Marvel shows. I agree. I think it's, convoluted we're, we're doing too much like just stop i think it's trying to set up for the miss marvel movie um which i'm again who cares it's fine we'll see we'll see what happens uh but it's too much i think we need a break with with all these shows and movies there was a time where we'd get maybe one superhero movie a year and it was thrilling it was so exciting now they're trying to force 20 down our throats and it's like y'all less is more people yeah so, exactly i agree i agree but i mean yeah 
watch Succession over Secret Invasion. So Oh no, Su- Succession is one of the best shows ever made. So yeah, it's... I I can it's heading there that way for me. Which just I have to ask, did it end well, honestly? Like, oh my god, yes. Oh my god, yes. You're not just saying that? Oh no, the ending's great. You're so with the ending, you are going to be so happy and so fucking pissed at the same time. I don't want to be pissed. But you're going to be so happy too. Okay. All right. We'll see how that, what that means. Um, but yeah, so those were the, those were the shows. And then I stumbled on my late nights of having to stay up with my child. I stumbled. I didn't even know this was a newer movie, but it was on Disney plus movies called prom pact. Brian, I think this definitely falls with our geek charming, honestly. <laughs> um, I think you'd like it. It's just, and, and there's so many 80s movie references. I love it because the prom theme is 80s. Did so you like, understand the 80s references? I, I think. I, <laughs> I think I know who John Hughes is, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Basically, the theme is the 80s. So all these kids do promposals and they're all 80s themed movie promposals, which I just love every time they 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 show a promposal it's something like from the breakfast club or ghostbusters or um so is it a tv show or a reality show it's just a movie it's just a movie movie. okay just a movie and it's it's a teeny but like i said it's very falls in line with like geek charming it's like a, a nerdy girl who she's like barely nerd she kind of decides to use she wants to go to harvard but she needs like a letter of recommendation after she gets waitlisted by a alumni who is like a strong alumni and the most popular guy in school is this jock who is the his father is that alumni and she's like if i can get a a recommendation letter from him then i should get in and so she decides to help this jock by tutoring him and like weasel her way into it but along the way the jock is really great and there's a romance there um so anyways, it's it's very cliche, very predictable, but it's cute and highly recommend if you are like me and you love those like teeny bopper movies to watch Compact on Disney Plus. Very great movie. Or I mean, not, not great. Sorry. It's just it's it's fun. It's cute. Uh, the movie that I loved and who knows could even be in my top 10. I just love this movie. So I'm going to definitely rewatch it. Uh, and if, if I didn't already watch it, I got to interview the director for this, but you are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Uh, it's on Netflix. It comes out this Friday on August 25th. I'm assuming Brian, you're going to watch it, right? Yeah. So I, I'm waiting for it. I, I forgot that it was coming out. So I'm waiting for it to show up in my preview account on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but I can't wait to watch it. I like Adam Sandler. I like bar mitzvah movies Mm -hmm. since I had one. Uh, I feel like it will be made tailored made for people like me. I'm yes. looking forward to it. I think it's going to be great. I think you'll really like it. I can't wait to know what you think of it, but I was pleasantly surprised. I actually thought it was going to be very, like I went into it with really low expectations, just thinking yeah. like, okay, here we go. But Adam Sandler's daughter is a really good actor. They have a beautiful friendship story in this movie. Oh, and really? huh? I said, Oh, good. Oh, okay. Beautiful friendship and, story. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's what this is about. This is not a this is not like a rom-com. The the love story is the friendship. And uh yeah, and I I think man, I just say this and I know we've talked about this cuz we did a bar mitzvah episode, but geez. What they do for bar and bat mitzvahs are is it Hell, I told you it was like a wedding. It's like planning it's, a wedding. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. 
yeah, it's more than a wedding. I'm like, holy shit. Yes. It's crazy. So I can't wait to see that. Um, Uh Well, a movie that is coming out um, nationwide soon. It's called, I don't like the title, but Landscape Invisible Hands. Uh Um, This was a surprisingly amazing movie. Um, This is a sci-fi film that I think is the scariest alien invasion film without being in the horror genre you know it was scary no it's not well i think it's it's scary without being in the horror genre it plays out like a very dark comedic romantic movie mm-hmm. but i think this situation is scarier than like independence day because in independence day and other normal uh, alien invasion movies aliens come they want to take over like signs and you got to kill them Okay. In this movie, aliens have taken over. They don't necessarily live on Earth. They live above, like in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And they have taken over and like kind of enslaved the human race in such a way. And it's about, and so one of their things is how to make money because everything's kind of, nobody can really make money unless from these aliens. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways is that they send the aliens send down this device these characters wear on their heads that broadcasts like images and video to the aliens for them to watch on TV. So like they, the aliens love like bachelor type stuff. So they want to see like relationships on earth and Uh they have so many streamers streaming. The aliens are streaming and how many you have, you get that much money in your pocket, in your bank account. But that's only like the first 20 minutes of the movie. And then it goes to some much more dark, like much darker territory. And it's like a surprisingly great film, like in very poetic and wonderful. Uh-huh. Uh, I really liked it. I think it's a, a very, very underrated. It'll go. It, nobody will see it. Um, but hopefully at some point, like it'll take off on home video or on demand. But it's really good. Uh, All right. I'm very different because very, very different. I didn't really know about, I mean, besides getting the invite, that's all I knew about this movie. I was like, what is this movie? <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, and then the other one, Heartstoppers on Netflix, second season You're just came man. out. Heartstoppers, didn't know about Heartstoppers until the second season. I went back and watched the first season and the second season. And I must say Heartstoppers, first season, I think has a 99% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And the second season has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And there's a reason for that. This is has the sweetness and charm of Ted Lasso and Paddington. Ooh, big words. It is. And it's set at um in England in high school relationships with the mm-hmm. LGBTQ community. Yeah. And oh my God, Susan, if you have not watched this, there's eight to ten episodes each season. Each episode is 25 minutes long, and it's the sweetest goddamn thing in the world it's so good i fully believe you and i have every intention of watching but it's going to be like succession i gotta there there are some shows i don't mind going ahead and watching as it's going but once this show is over i will definitely hard binge it okay i mean like again each each season will probably take you three hours to get through like they're they're short. short well they're like eight to ten episodes 25 minutes each Oh, I was like, very, it's very short. 
run. Yeah, I'll breeze through that. Yeah, but no, they're great. I, I want to see this. I want it's, to. It's amazing, and um, it's based on a comic book. But yeah, that I'm oh. telling everybody to watch that. It's great. For yeah. So, so I, that, yeah, Heartstopper. Put it on your list. Watch Heartstopper. Um, second season Ryan just came it. out. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, yeah, that is our 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 show for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we are no BS with Brian and Susan. Uh, Susan, I know you you're you're living the vacay life. You're taking your child everywhere. Vacay. <laughs> Where can they <laughs> find you right now? Where can they find you? You can still find me on thischicksflicks.com at thischicksflicks with Instagram and Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. I am going to, I'm going um, back to channel eight in September, September 6th. So uh, I'll talk about September movies there and, uh, and then be back in full swing a little bit more, obviously during maternity leave, it's been a little bit slower for me, but full swing by September 25th, going back to the, the movies and whatnot. Rock on. Find Susan there. You can find me at highdefdigest.com. You can find me on the other podcast, My Bloody Podcast. If you're in Loathing in Cinema and this one, you can find me on the radio as well, Electromagnetic Radio. And uh, yeah, find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, <laughs> YouTube, yeah. all of them, all of them. Space, all of them. Blue Sky, or Threads, watch whatever. Watch me eat call. snacks. <laughs> yeah, yes. Watch, him, watch me eat snacks. Mm -hmm. it's pretty fun so uh thank you for listening we are no bs with brian and susan